Hey everyone, welcome to episode 8 of Teaching Tales. Once again, I am your host, Brent Coley. And joining me today on the podcast, I'm thrilled to have the assistant principal at my school, Cassie Caldwell, joining us. Yeah, Cassie, thanks so much for taking the time. Oh, I'm so excited. Because... I know that you have a busy schedule because you're in the office across from me and I know how busy we both are. So thank you so much for taking the time. You're heading through the drive-thru later, so. Definitely. Which is good, so. I don't know if it's good, (laughs) but it's it's, it's what's going to happen. But it's what's going to happen. I have been there and probably going to end up doing the same thing tonight. But anyway, so Cassie, tell our listeners, tell anyone who's listening, tell my mom and dad, Uh, who I know know they're listening, tell them about (laughs) your little of your background. Um... Okay, so, well, I'm the assistant principal here now, um, which yay, is, yeah, yay! It's it's amazing and kind of a, it it well, I was gonna say it was kind of a shocker, but but I'm just I'm happy to be here. But before this, I spent um, my first two years of teaching was at a non-public school, so I worked with kids who had emotional disturbance, and they were all um, having a hard time with with a great many things and then I was hired in the district and I taught resource for six years and in being a resource specialist I worked with students who had IEPs, with students who needed uh, intervention. I worked with everybody. I, I took them all on and I taught Read 180 which was one of the best things I think I've ever done ever mm-hmm. and I still love it. If I can get into a Read 180 classroom, I am a happy, happy camper. And then last year, I was a teacher on special assignment, so I did the intervention again, but had to step it up a little bit in working with teachers more. And, mm-hmm. and like I said, and now I'm here. And now you're here. Now and here. I am thrilled that you are. And <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, your first year we worked, was that your first year? That was my or first was it my year. Last, was it my last year at the school? I think it was your it, last. It was year like my last year, year before I left the classroom to move into administration. Was your first. so? Yeah. We worked together for a year, and now we're back in a different capacity. So, what I wanted to talk about today. I mean, we've had we've had our superintendent on last last week. We had or a couple weeks ago, we had my dad yeah. on, which was cool. We talked about relationships, and you and I have kind of talked before we recorded about just how teachers and administrators and all staff make a difference in the lives of students. I had a teacher, uh, a conversation with one of our teachers today uh, just about how there's those kids that you know, you know you're making a difference. You are putting in, you put in the extra time, maybe it's before school or after school tutoring and you just, and you know at the end of the day or at the end of the school year, wow, I made a difference. Have you ever had like the opposite, like Sometimes it, there's those kids I, I would have where no matter how hard I worked, sometimes I, I would wonder, did I get through? You ever have that? Or am I the only one? <laughs> no, no, you're totally not the only one. I think, so first, coming from a place where I taught intervention, the mm-hmm. kids coming to me had a lot of space to grow. I mean, they, they all had things to work on. We all do. We've all got our uh, things. Amen. Um, that we need to work on. And, and that was something that I focused on with them a lot was just, guys, we've all got something. We've all got our things. But I remember I've had a couple kids come through, and, and I would try one thing, try another thing, and uh, it I, I would kind of question how well it worked or, or you know, if, it, if I was really 
going down the right path with them. And more often than not, at the end of the year, they, they were good. You know, we'd, we'd adjust, we'd tweak, and, and we'd work together. There have been a couple, though. There have been a couple where one in particular was recent. He was sweet kid. Mm -hmm. I had him for fourth grade. I had him for fifth grade, um, which is a benefit of being a resource you teacher. You get him for multiple years. Yep. Get him for a long time. You get to watch him grow both, you know. Awesome. It's fantastic. Um, he was always just sweet and well-behaved, and I always got a lot of behavior kids, but he was not one of those behavior kids. Mm -hmm. He was well-behaved, and we talk about effort. He always put out his best effort. He needed some help with organization, you know, but overall, I was like great bud you you got this and we talked about a, that a lot just as a class you know that okay we all have our thing yeah. for you guys in here and super honest conversations with the students which i thought i thought and i did come to find out later was really empowering for them because mm -hmm. they got to hear i'm gonna work on this i don't have to be perfect i don't have to be perfect <laughs> i'm not perfect i never will be perfect and and that's okay yeah because I, I i no one expects me to be perfect mm -hmm. But people expect me to try, and Mrs. Caldwell expects me to try. Yep. And so we used to talk about how you you can do this. So I'm going to help you, mm -hmm. but you can do this. And whatever your this is, and for my kids in that class, it was comprehension. And for so many of them, this kid included, they had been kind of, for lack of a better term, beaten down mm. over the years. Just repeated failures and then maybe at the end of you know at after their failure they didn't hear that's okay you're going to try sure. again or, or maybe they did I, I i can't say i wasn't there but i was there for the aftermath of it and so many of them came to me kind of beaten down and this kid was one of those and i remember him telling me i can't do this this is hard yeah, yeah there's lots of stuff that's hard and he got better. He did. He, yeah. he got better. He put out more effort. His organization got better. And okay, like, I just thought that after a few years with me, yes, he'd gotten better. He went on to middle school, but he didn't come to me that far short yeah. of... Grade level standards. Of and grade whatever. level standards and the, and the level of awesomeness <clears throat> he, he left me with. He wasn't that far from that. So I kind of thought, I'm like... Sure, great kid, love this kid, helped yeah. him a little bit. Okay. So this was, one, two, three, four, this was four years ago. Mm -hmm. So recently I got this notification on Facebook, and his mom and I were Facebook friends after he left my classroom. She asked me to be her friend. I said, okay, you know, we're, we're, we've parted sure. ways, I can, I can do that now. And she tagged me in a post saying that he'd got an honor roll. And then she said, Cassie, this... This is because of you. Mm. In large part, this is due to you. And it made me take a double take because I was like, really? Are you sure? Because yeah. I appreciate that and thank you, but that wasn't me. That was him. Yeah. And I just told him, you can do you this. You can do it. So do it. Yeah. And if it takes you a little longer, it'll take you a little longer, but you can do it. And he did. Yeah. He did it just fine without me doing much more than that, than just telling him. Yeah, the purpose, be the purpose behind that question was there's those kids where you're like, oh, did I make a difference? The purpose behind the question was we make more of a difference than we realize. Yeah. I mean, teachers, administrators, we make, 
and your example of he said even though you you may have not have thought what I didn't do a whole lot mm-hmm. but as you're telling me that story the one word that pops into my head is belief the power of mm-hmm. belief we, we've seen that I mean I sent it out my teacher thought I was smarter than I was so, so I, I was. was yeah so I was I mean I had a similar experience several years ago I was in a Walmart and walking down the, I mean, you never know, you never know when you're going, I mean, we live in a small town, so walking through a Walmart and Mr. Coley, and it was uh, the, the mom of one of my former students, and, and I said, hey, how we doing? And I actually taught two of her, two of her sons, and they had, it was fifth grade that I taught them, and they were then in high school, and, and the mom just thanked me. Similar to what you said, mm-hmm. it wasn't in a Facebook post, it was in a Walmart, but thanked me for, for everything that I had done for her son. And I, and I don't say that as like, wow, well, well done, Brent. You look, <laughs> I say that the opposite because when she left and I continued shopping, I remember walking away thinking, what did I do? I did, and, and thinking back, it's like, okay, what did I do? It wasn't one of those situations where I was coming an hour early every day and staying an hour. It was exactly what you said. I believed in him. And when he came to me and would say, Mr. Coley, do I I have to do this part of the assignment? Because kind of that beaten down, I think before he (laughs) got to me, the impression that I got was he was told, you don't have to do that part of the assignment and the message, whether spoken or unspoken, was because you can't. Yeah. Where he came to me and said, do I have to do this? I looked at him and said, yeah. Yeah, you, you do. You got it, buddy. <laughs> I mean, did he need some help? Yeah. I mean, did he need support? Did I, did I provide scaffolding? I sure did. But I walked away from that conversation at Walmart thinking, what, re- what did I do for him? And it all came da- down to... I believed in him. I just mm-hmm. I told him, like you said, yeah. you can do this. Yeah. And doggone it, he did. And at the end of the year, his grades, his he got he got good grades, and and obviously his confidence soared. He did well, but but I guess the whole moral of that is, you don't always have to come an hour early, stay an hour late. Do yeah. not saying that that's not. <laughs> needed sometimes because it is and some of those kids that that is what they're going to need and I'm, and it's not just that saying I mean you think you would have just saying I believe in you oh it that's not enough I mean and I've been and anyone listening it's like if you're a new teacher oh Brent's saying that all you, all you have to do is say I believe in you and that's no obviously you have to provide the supports and the interventions and things like that but providing that without sending the message of I believe in you, you can do this. It's it's going to fall on. Uh, it's 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 not going to have the effectiveness that it that it that it would. No, of course not. And one of the things we used to do that that was just it was just something I thought was good, and and it turned out to be very good. Was was talk with the class and talk about how it's okay to come in with with areas there where you need to grow. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We all have our things. Yeah. It's when we stop working on those that we really start to fail. Yeah. And so often kids would come into that room 
whether they had an IEP or not, and need to hear that I believed in them and need to hear that it's okay to fail. It's okay for your score to go down a little bit. It's okay to make mistakes because if you do, the important part is if you learn from it. Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah. And if you make a mistake and you learn from it, then, then wow, yeah. you've, you've really got an opportunity there. And to hear that and to hear that it was okay and to hear that they had the power mm -hmm. and that it wasn't my power, I would help them. I would give them the sentence frames. I would give them the highlighters. We'd break that text down into chunks, whatever we needed to do to show them, yeah, you can do this. Yeah. And kids, that, that was so powerful for them. Well, and I think, too... In addition to, you're, you're showing the student, not just telling, showing the student that you care. Uh -huh. And I mean, it, it's, again, words, can, words are hollow without actions. I used to tell students, I mean, when students were misbehaving, when students were having a hard time meeting the expectations in the classroom, yeah. I remember having those honest conversations sometimes with them and telling them, sometimes I would ask the question, boys and girls, would it be harder or easier for me to just let you do what you want mm. and just i would just let that <clears throat> question just kind of hang there and oftentimes they thought it was a trick question and they're like oh, oh geez what is <laughs> what what does he want me to say what no, am no, I supposed and it's like say? yeah what am i supposed to say no no no, guys just think about it would it be harder for me to just let you do what you want or would it be easier for me yeah and as fifth graders they would stop and they would think and be like, it'd be easier for you. Yeah, because I wouldn't have to be constantly reminded. It wouldn't have to be constantly. It would be way easier for me. But it wouldn't be what's best for you. It would not prepare you for middle school. It wouldn't prepare you for high. It wouldn't prepare you for life. Life. Because yeah. the expectations, the rules that we had in the class, they weren't arbitrary. They were prep. They're prepping them for 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 being successful beyond my classroom. I mean, it, it just popped into my head an example of of one year I had, it was one of my last years in the classroom, and I had two students who required a lot of, of those reminders. They, <laughs> they, they, they had a hard time following the rules, a hard, hard time staying, whether it was staying in the seat, blurting out, th those types of things. Great kids. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you've had those. I mean, we just put on our door in our in our lounge. We've got the little you know the little whiteboard, and we put the sayings up there. Yeah. And, and sometimes one last week we had one that something along the lines of sometimes the kids that are hardest to love are the ones that need need love the most. They need it the most. They yeah. they need it the most. And <laughs> and these two students they 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 were challenging, <laughs> and and during the year I. You had to write them. I, 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 yeah, they required a lot of reminders. And at the <laughs> end of the year, I, I mean, it was the type of thing that at the end of the year, if you would have thought two students who may have put my picture in the bullseye of a dartboard, <laughs> <It's rough. laughs> it, it could have been, it probably would have been these two students, simply because from a, from a 10-year-old's perspective, well, Mr. Coley must not like me because he's always telling me to... To, to to do what I'm supposed he's always riding me he's always doing that on the last day of school we had our last day party everyone was dismissed 
and it, you, you see your goodbyes and, and things like that. And everyone laughed. And a couple minutes later, I had to go down to the office. And I remember leaving my classroom and turning right near your former classroom, mm-hmm. right in front of yep. where the that open space was. And those two students were standing in the little open quad area. The only two students left from my class. And I remember kind of walked up to them and said, hey, hey guys, what, what you doing? They were waiting for a, a younger brother or younger brother or sister. But, I, oh, my goodness, it's so amazing, that unexpected. One of them, the, it was a boy and a girl. The girl just kind of looked at me. She got tears in her eyes. Aww. And she said... I'm really going to miss you. <laughs> and she came up and she and she gave me a hug. And the boy who was standing there, almost as if he now had permission to, he started crying and he comes and gives me a little hug. So I'm standing there in the middle of the quad with two kids, the two least expected. <laughs> the least likely. The only two that year who gave me a hug on the last Aww. day of school were the two that I had to ride the most. The two that... Were, yeah. were, were probably the most challenging my, in my class. But they, after all of that, they were able to see that I did it because I... Because you cared. Because I cared. Yeah. Because, guys, this is what you need. And I'm not doing this because I don't like you. I'm, yeah. doing it, I'm doing it because I love you. Because it's what you will... It will help you <laughs> next year. So... I mean, kind of going back to what you're you're saying. I mean, your experience and with what you used to teach, you had a lot of I did challenging. I mean, I would <laughs> say, well, the majority, not just behaviorally, but but academically, those are the kids who needed the most support, or, or both, academically or, and behaviorally, or both, or both. But but like your Facebook post said, you made a difference. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and that's like I guess for anyone listening, especially if you're new to the profession or newer to the profession, or even if you've been doing it for 30 years, at the end of the day, when you're leaving your classroom, you leave or at the end of the year, just know you are making more of a difference than you... Than you, than you may even realize. Than you, you will never see all the fruits of your labor. Yeah. You'll see some. <clears throat> You'll see some. The teacher that we had today, he, we were talking about one of his students, and, and he said, I really feel like I'm making an impact with this with this kiddo and I said you are because his his mom her mom is thrilled mm-hmm. with what you I mean but there's the other kids that if you don't feel like you're doing it you're you are you, ma- are. you are making an impact yeah you are making an impact so anything else you want to add no I no? I have yeah, such a good feeling talking about the kids that have had that have come through my room and and listening and remembering that even if I didn't think in that moment that I wasn't, I was super effective with them, or or that I made a, a huge huge impact, like like that kiddo or like your story. It it's so wonderful when they come back and share, and it's mm. just so eye opening to think I I I helped them really. Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's fantastic, and and hadn't really hadn't really thought about it at the time. So yeah, it's. We have an awesome responsibility. Oh my goodness, yes we do. <laughs> if we stop to think about it too long, you can freak yourself out a little bit because <laughs> yes, because it's because it's it is truly the the power that an educator wields for, I mean superheroes really. Mm-hmm. I mean, we use our powers for good, fortunately, 
and um, yeah, we make more of a difference than we realize. So, Cassie, thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, I totally appreciate you taking the time. I I need to let you go so you can go hit get dinner. Go, go hit the drive <laughs> drive through. Get dinner for your family. I need to head home and do the same for mine. And I want to thank everyone else for listening. Thank you again so much, mom and dad. Thank you for your continued support. And if you like what you're hearing, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, subscribe in iTunes. We're also in Google Play. If you like what you're hearing. Um, Give us a tweet. We'd appreciate that. Give us a review in iTunes. That would be appreciated as well. And we will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening.